dance Here from the trash I got my belief with my That was Peter Gabriel getting us going here. We are on the air. If I was a uh, 
radio host, a terrestrial radio host, that would be my song. And I would play that song before I'd go on the air. I'm sure other people have. It's not original. But it fits, right? It totally fits. How is everybody today? We're here and we are off and running on time. And uh, delivering your daily cup of reality, which is what we do here at 9-11, Monday through Thursday. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome. So in the podcast rankings now, Canada, you've been displaced by Great Britain. So Great Britain has moved into the number two slot behind Canada on the podcast stats. So it's uh, U.S., Great Britain, Canada, Australia, Germany now has moved up just above the Ivory Coast. And I think it's um, Slovenia, Bosnia, Slovenia, like right, right there. So interesting countries that are downloading the podcast. And if you're from one of those countries, thank you for doing that. And welcome to the uh, podcast side of things. And there are a number of other countries that have also downloaded as well. Not with as much frequency as the countries that I've stated, but nonetheless, you're still in there. And thank you for doing that. Uh, We've had about over 2,000 downloads on the podcast side, which is not bad, right? 2000. And I think we've started, I think it's been what a little over a month that uh, we've been integrating the podcast onto the website. So if you go to the website, 15 minutes of flame.com, you'll, you'll see the show, which airs here at nine eleven AM. Of course we have a chat, which I'm about to go into today to connect with. And that's there and that's live. And then what I do is I download the show and I convert it into a podcast and I put it up on the website. And some people just like listening. And uh, the podcast version offers them a, an uninterrupted listening experience. The only difference with the podcast version is you don't get the opening song. And of course, you don't get to hang out with Ch- Chataria. But you don't get the opening song because I have to make sure that I don't get sued for copyright infringement. There are places where I can do it and leave the song in, and there are other places I can't. And I'm pretty well aware of where those places are and aren't. So speaking of media, I kind of screwed up with the uh, Yuval Harari video, the YouTube video that got taken down by YouTube. I was multitasking. I got it confused with another video which was the the video from the other day where I played the big Lebowski and talked about various things. So I will attempt to reload the Yuval Harari video today on Rumble. And for those of you who posted that on your Twitter feeds, you posted the wrong video, I apologize. And we will sort that out today. So behind me, you can see I have another uh, panel from, a, or they call them cells in the comic book world. And this is uh, some Jim Steranko art and you have uh, Nick Fury. And this is, this is a, an interesting image 
because of um, all the clocks in the background. And, you know, clocks are something that I've actually used in the background. And in fact, I have a video that I set up for um, the Sunday night show, which I need to redo a little bit because it's a little too long. It's like two minutes. I'll probably change the music, but I like the clock background. And I use that uh, for uh, the intro. And it's all these clocks that are just kind of moving through space and the hands on the clock are spinning. So Starenko has his own version of this, which you're, if you're live, you're looking at it. And if you are here viewing the video after the live stream, which some people do, by the way, you're looking at it too. All right. Speaking of that said chat group, let's check in with the smartest, funniest, big heartiest chat group on the internet. Look at that. I posted first today. Empath, what's going on? Kabuki Theater. Good to see you. This is Frank. You guys are looking for me. My phone is about to die. He turned himself in. He fucking turned himself in. So the image here of uh, Frank Harris, he looks like he's in a fucking trance. He looks like he's in a trance. He's got those Sam Paku eyes, which are... Uh, the eyes of a cult leader or serial killer, right? That's <laughs> like they all have the Sam Peku. Sam Peku means you can see the white beneath the pupils. Uh, we've got two sergeants there. Boy, this is an important moment. And these guys are just thinking, oh, yeah, this is my collar now. I'm going to get a nice, nice little benefit from bringing in this dude. He turned himself in. There was a $50,000 reward. Do you think that they were going to let somebody else turn him in? So if he calls up and has himself arrested, does he get the reward? We'll get into Frank here in a minute. Uh, Sony, what's going on, Sony? Good to see you. Uh, who else do we have? Wendy says... She's here. Kabuki Theater, Plato's Cave. Marie. Hi, Marie. Good morning. CC Jones. Good morning, Fran. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Garrett Brooks. Good morning, Garrett. Mark Matheny. JJ Rain, the Blanc. Miss Nakia. There's Ryan. My brother Ryan. Good to see you. Hucklebuck 411. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Kabuki there is from the makers of Sea Monkeys. It's Loosh Farm. I love that. Uh, yes, we got a little Peter Gabriel mark. Queen Lisa. Yeah, Peter Gabriel was amazing. That band, I think that band was Jerry Murata on drums. Tony Levin on bass, not the Chapman Stick. I'm not sure the Chapman Stick could have been invented by that time. Tony Levin on bass. I think that's David Rhodes on guitar. Larry Fast on synthesizer. I don't know who the keyboard player is. I'm sure somebody in chat does. Yeah, they have safety vests on. Like, they came to work. That was the theme of that, that tour. They came to work. Peter Gabriel on stage was fucking dynamic and charismatic. One of the best live performers I've ever seen. I saw the security tour. Amazing. 
amazing tour. Wow. I've seen Peter Gable three times, but that was the best. Maurice, is this modern music or something out of the 80s or 90s? I love it. 1978, Maurice. Uh, let's see. Tondar. Baby was born Tuesday night. Aries, sun, Virgo, moon, Libra rising with that wacky Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in the fifth house. Congratulations, Tondar. So that means that the Aries sun is in baby's seventh house and the Virgo moon in the twelfth house. Very interesting. Very interesting. And the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. In the fifth, I like the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in the fifth house. It's a gambler right there. Uh, let's see, Mike, more, more death metal. Oh man. Maybe for you, Gemini, Mike, I might play one, but it'd have to be like the ambient death metal. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Yay. Tondar from this Libra rising. Catherine Kramer's here. Hello, Catherine. Scrubbies. Who else do we have? Good to see you, Tamara. Mr. Frank Bry, checking in. Hope your mom's doing well, Frank. Let's see who else do we have here. The eyes of a weirdo, totally, right? Sam Paku, I signal one to walk very carefully away from and not make eye contact. Yeah, I would agree. There's Sony. Did I say hi to Sony? Ren is here. What's going on, Ren? Our intrepid traveler. Good to see you in here. Rocky. He's got Chartarian chai tea. I like that. Chaitarian. Kelly B's in the house. There's my man, Steve. What's going on, Steve? Michael, DJMC, checking in. Where's my man, Tom? Where's my Tom Jordan sighting? probably have something important to do all right looks like we're all here president account for welcome to the show we do a little roll call here in the morning okay we got a lot of ground to cover holy shit so why don't we get into the frank james stuff because it's obviously a huge distraction let's start with this heavy account or this story on heavy so this is a superficial rendering of Mr. James, but one that should suit our purpose and needs as we go a bit deeper here. He just has this blank stare, right? He's got that, he's got a prison stare. This is what a prison stare looks like. What do they call it? The, 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 the 5,000 foot stare or the, the, the mile long stare. Like these guys just like look out into the distance, right? They're, they're not and in prison. You can't really have eye contact. Somebody will take offense to it. So you just don't look at people. So you train yourself to like have that. They call it the mile long stare. And he was, a, he was in prison. So let's go through this. This is from heavy.com. Frank R. James was identified by New York police. 
as the suspect in the mass shooting inside of a Brooklyn subway train during which a green construction vest-clad gunman carried a 9mm handgun. Okay, the 9mm part is important to understand because they said over and over again it was a Glock 9 and it had extended clips. There's a reason. There's a reason why they're bringing that up, right? They want the extended clips banned. Of course they do. So for you non-gun aficionados, what an extended clip does, now in a normal Glock, I think you have 16 rounds. So you can stack the nine millimeter bullets in the in the clip, which is what Glock was known for. Other brands have that feature, by the way, but I think Glock was one of the first ones that did that. So an extended clip is one where you get like thirty rounds, and it sticks out from the bottom of the gun, like you know, because you put it in where the handle is of the gun, right? And it sticks out there, so you get more rounds and he had guess what extended clips and he left all of his shit there right he left all of his shit there at the scene of the crime well why would you want to do that oh by the way i believe he left his i think he left the rental agreement for the u-haul there so they knew who he was i mean it was like it was just dumb dumb it's sort of like uh when um you know, the, 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 the hijackers left their uh, passport. You found, they found their passports at ground zero or in the uh, airport in Boston. They found their, uh, the Quran in their car, supposedly, with certain pages dog-eared and underlined with certain passages, right? Oh, gee, look who did this. So Frank did the same thing, although a little bit different which is weird. The whole thing is weird. So he has ties in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, also Illinois, by the way. Now, the Wisconsin thing is important. Why? Because he drove from Wisconsin in a U-Haul. They found the U-Haul contract. That's what they found. They found the U-Haul contract. He left it there. Like, why the fuck is he bringing his U-Haul contract and putting it in his um, terrorist kit? his terrorist bag with his little smoke bombs and his extended clips. And supposedly he fired 33 rounds. Interesting number. Uh, Yeah. So he drove from Wisconsin with this U-Haul trailer. Now, if he wanted to do a subway, Chicago is a hell of a lot closer. I'm just saying. Now he's from Chicago. He spent time in Chicago. And you would think that maybe he might have a bit of a beef with Chicago. He certainly doesn't like Eric Adams. How could he not like, not, not like Lori Lightfoot? There's a shit ton of black on black crime in Chicago, which he talks about, by the way, in his videos. We're going to look at some of his videos. Why wouldn't he just go to Chicago? Now, Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken, does not have a subway system, but Chicago does. Why would he drive all the way to New York, all the way to Brooklyn? And Brooklyn being Eric Adams' district, why would he do that? It makes no sense. It's kind of like the guy that came into uh, El Paso from Dallas to go shoot up a Mexican, a bunch of Mexicans in a Walmart in El Paso. The guy who did the shooting happened to be also part Mexican which is weird. 
like there are plenty of Mexicans in Dallas. Plenty. Trust me. There are plenty of Mexicans in, guess where? Austin. If they wanted to go to Austin, he didn't have to drive all the way to fucking El Paso, which is Beto O'Rourke's backyard. But he did, and he decided to open up on a Walmart. Of course, Walmart, which has the most sophisticated fucking security in any retail outlet, when you get the vi- the images from Walmart, they're grainy. They're li- they're like 19- late nineteen seventies CCTV version of the images, and there's only one or two, right? Those Walmart stores are wired. They are wired. I talked about this before. When you walk in, they scan your wallet. They know how much money you have because the money has strips in it. They can read your money. Unless you have an RFID wallet, which I happen to have. It's one of those things, right? See, if I if I was really smart and I had passive income, I could send people to this link where you can get this cool RFID wallet. By the way, this is a Swiss Army knife wallet right there. So technically speaking, when I go into Walmart, they can't read my shit. All right, let's keep going here. Social media accounts indicated he lived in Midwest. Why did he drive to New York? Because he had a beef with Eric Adams. Bizarre. Whatever. Okay. The key to it was left in the shooting scene. Uh, so not, not just the key. It's not clear yet clear whether James 62 is the shooter. Well, apparently is now. Authorities have tied him to a U-Haul they believe is tied to the shooter. Frank James rented the U-Haul. They said in a news conference, the key to it was left at the shooting. Why the fuck would you do that? Police were seeking James initially. The rental agreement was there too. Um, Please call James a person of interest. However, New York Mayor Eric Adams later said he was being considered a suspect in the mass shooting. I wonder how much Eric Adams really knows about Frank James. Authorities have not yet determined the motive for the shooting. On YouTube, James shared a video in the name Prophet of Truth 88 about lashing out, about a slashing a recent violent crimes in the New York subway. The PIX11 news story featured at the beginning of the video discussed New York Mayor Eric Adams being questioned about rising crime in the subways and homeless people. So you had a beef with Eric Adams because Eric Adams said he's going to be strong on crime and he went after the homeless people, which is what he did. Here we go again, James said. The video then segues into an extended rant featuring photos of people on a screen behind James. He said the people are pictured, they aren't named, were supposed to help be helping him, but made him more dangerous. He criticized Adams. These are the people he wants to send out to help the homeless. He said most mentally ill homeless people are black. He ranted about a place called Bridgeway and homosexuals. So when I see this Frank James story, now Jason Whitlock covered this yesterday on his show. I have to tell, I have to say, I really like Jason's show. I thought yesterday's show was not very good. And I'll tell you why. He had on the lamest fucking guests. He had on Bill O'Reilly. And he had on, who's the other guy? Oh, Patrick Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani's son. Because Jason was talking about how, you know, this shooting signaled the death of New York. New York has been dead for a while, okay? Headline. It's been dead for a while. So he had Bill Riley come on to comment on 
New York. O'Reilly's just tired. He, he's just tired. He doesn't say anything unique or new, right? He's been saying the same thing for a long time now. Patrick Giuliani was just kind of an extended commercial for his upcoming election where he's running for the governor, the, the governorship of New York. So it wasn't very compelling. Now, the real story, if Jason wanted to get into it, is that that guy is a version of Jason Whitlock. Now, he's not exactly Jason Whitlock, but Jason Whitlock talks about the same things that this guy talks about in a slightly different way, right? In a slightly different way. To me, this guy was, he, he feels like a fucking Manchurian candidate, number one. But he, he, it feels like he's been targeted for black men who are speaking out against the so-called liberal establishment and making a very strong case that the uh, emasculation, the feminization of the black male is taking place for our very eyes. And so Jason talks about this, and he's not the only one. There are a number of other quote-unquote black males who are talking about this very process, right? So what do they do? They throw out Frank Jesse James. Just like on the white side, they'll throw out fill in the blankety blank, right? Um, the young guy from South Carolina or James Holmes or the whole Virginia thing, right? They'll do that because they want to create a profile where a certain individual or a certain individual that represents a particular group is demonized. This, this guy, Frank James, this whole thing. And Jason didn't understand this. He didn't understand this, that this thing is about him. And it's about the awakening of the consciousness of the black American male who are watching themselves in the public get turned out. And this is what Frank James is ranting about in a lot of these videos. They made me worse, he said, without naming the people. The video is dated March 1st, 2022, so not long ago. I told you, so his video account, we'll go, we'll go to his video channel. It's been around for a while. In another YouTube video, James shared television news reports of a previous mass shooting in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at Molson Coors. In that video, James talked about the Molson Coors shooter, Anthony Farrell, who was black, saying the gunman was discriminated against, and no one say and do shit until he started shooting people. I've dealt with it time and time again. He said he was a machinist calling it the most racist trade in the country. He said there's a bunch of racist white motherfuckers in that trade. The vast majority of people, white motherfuckers are racist, he says in that video. So he's clearly anti-white. So he's a, he's a uh, race war baiter. Um, Heavy has also uncovered a Facebook page used by James. It contains images of guns and comments on current events like gas prices, Will Smith, and crime. The page in the name of Frank Whitaker. So now we have two names. So split personality, right? Alter. Says that James lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, is from the Bronx, New York. This is one of his uh, posts. 
I like you. I think I will kill you last. Facebook, let him have that, his Facebook page and take his Facebook page down. Gee, I wonder why he's able to post this. Meanwhile, somebody who posts some pertinent science and information about COVID vaccines and masks, well, they get their post taken down. Sometimes they get their account suspended for a while, but he can put this up there. The New York Post reported that the suspect's gun jammed. Oh, of course it jammed. Preventing further carnage. However, the government hoded a host of other distributed items with him. There's smoke bombs. No, not smoke grenades. There are smoke bombs. You can buy them at uh, firework stands. I looked at the bag. I looked what was in there. Two of which he detonated. He lit the fuse. And three extended magazines. Oh, that's the important part. Now, here it says he fired at least, at least 33 times. Not 34, not 35, not 36, not 30, 33. You'll always see that fucking number. New York police officials said in an evening news conference on April 12th, 2022. Remember now, we're in the month of Aries. Chiron and Aries. Guns, gun control, gun issues, disarming the populace. Harari Benkata, 27, told CNN he was sitting next to the suspect and was shot in the knee. He described the shooting as last week. Listen, Harari Benkata, you got shot in the knee. You're probably not talking to a lot of people. Just saying. He described the shooting as lasting two minutes. According to the New York Daily News, the government told people to start running before opening fire and said, oops, my bad, after detonating a smoke bomb which is weird. The gunman donned what would appear to be a gas mask for opening fire. So there's pictures of him. I have, I have that. We're going to go into some of this. He opened up one of his gas tanks. He said, oops, my bad, and pulls out an axe. He drops it. He takes out a gun and starts shooting. The whole thing is weird. He probably couldn't see because it was black smoke. We just prayed and hoped. He would not execute us one by one. I'm telling you right now, see that Falcon rising? These are these are fucking like smoke bombs you get from a fireworks stand. And he just so happens to leave the bag there. Smoke canisters. Where's the smoke canisters? They're fireworks. Just because you have like fuse wire. In a press conference in the evening, Police Commissioner Keechan Sewell, we played that video. She's an actress. We are truly fortunate this was not significantly worse than it was. We are, let me see if I can get her tone and tenor. We are truly fortunate that this was not significantly worse than it was. You know, they always have those really important pregnant pauses. She said the gunman opened two canisters at the spent smoke throughout the subway car. The latest update was that 10 people were wounded by gunfire. Authorities recovered a 9mm semi-automatic handgun. Do you see how they say semi-automatic? Extended magazines. Again, second mention. A hatchet, gasoline, consumer-grade fireworks, and a fuse at the scene. Yeah. The, the smoke canisters, consumer-grade fireworks, and a fuse. What did he use the fuse for? Nothing. There was nothing. It was just there. It's a prop. It's nothing but a prop. 
She confirmed authorities also located a U-Haul van believed to be connected to the suspect. They don't know his motivation. So he boarded the train and was intent on violence, she said. Well, how do you know? The FBI and the ATF were at the press conference. She described the gunman as a dark-skinned male. Oh, okay. Dark-skinned male. What is he, Puerto Rican, Salvadorian, Dominican? Wearing a vest, Frank James is described as a person of interest. This goes on and on. Authorities said they found a U-Haul key that led them to the recovery of the U-Haul van in Brooklyn. They believe James rented the vehicle, releasing his name as Frank R. James. Get your bomb squad for fireworks. The commissioner said the gunman just before 8.24 a.m. dawned would appear to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at the time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire. So there's uh, Captain Sewell. They say the van was driven from Pennsylvania to New York yesterday, but he rented it in Wisconsin. Why did he drive to New York? Because he has roots somewhere in New York. So this is some of his social media stuff. Some of it is fairly new. He's got some other stuff that's old. Uh, Again, why is he allowed to post this shit, right? When they... I mean, right now, if you're not watching this, if you're not watching this, he's got a, a, a Facebook post where he has a, a body in a body bag on a gurney in a morgue, and he has the text underneath it called Your Place. For everybody that wants to put me in my place, and he's got this. So he's got now a social media trail. But he's been on social media for a while. Here's another body bag photo where the... Um, individual is tagged you know they put a tag around the toe like john doe or whatever and then his um this is from 2018 so he puts let's play as a caption and he has two comments in april he shared a youtube video headline 12 year old boy eating car shot and killed in new york city He shared a video of Will Smith and Chris Rock captioning it extreme profanity in 2014. He wrote just cuckoo, no cocoa puffs. He shared posts about gas prices and the nomination of Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. His post, uh, one of his posts was anti-gay. He wrote, love thy neighbor. He's gay. Never mind. Uh, So it says here he worked at Lucent Technologies. Well, that's weird. Lucent Technologies, of course, being connected to Lucifer. So he worked at Lucent Technologies and he fired 33 shots. Here we have New York. Lots of purple there. A lot of purple. Should we play this? Let me play this. You can can see just how dramatic. I believe she's a police captain. How dramatic she is. Playing the role perfectly. Good afternoon. We're here to update New Yorkers about an active shooting incident. That-
morning inside the 36th Street subway station on the N line. I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains, and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, as a Manhattan-bound N train waited to enter the 36th Street station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that time began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, we will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately five feet, five inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt, the color is gray. At this time, we are working with our federal partners where we are asking for the public's help. Anyone with information, videos or photographs, no matter how insignificant they think they- Okay, so here she identifies him as a male black. Why does this look like a green screen? I'm looking at this and there are all these people in the background. This looks like a green screen. You know, I bet they have a lot of like stock footage where they actually will videotape people like this, right? Not her, but the people behind her. This looks like a total green screen to me. Of course, they have to have all these people behind the speaker now. They've been doing this for a while. Heavy purple hues here, which of course is symbolic of the purple revolution, which apparently we're still in. This looks like a green screen to me. I don't think these people are actually here. I think she's in front of a green screen and she's giving this press conference with all these microphones, right? That's my take. I could be wrong. It just feels like, let me play the rest of it out. It may be is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. All calls are strictly confidential. There's something about how she looks like she's part of a matted background. All right, let's keep going here. Let's keep the Frank James party rolling, the Frank James train rolling. Okay, um, let's see. So he was arrested. The characters in this are just nuts. Let's look at this. This is uh, from the New York Post. All right. Let me ask you a question. Is this guy five foot five? That would mean, again, if this is a real image. Is this even a real image? This almost looks like it's photoshopped in there. Now, I can tell you that based on this image with his supposed height and the guys that he's next to, these three cops, he's not five foot five. It's rare. It's not a, not a, you, you can find them. 
but it's rare when you run across short police officers. Usually they're big. They look for big lunks. Big lunks that fit a certain psychological profile. So that would mean you, that you would have th three police officers who are five, six, and under in this shot. Doesn't play. So whoever the individual was that was five foot five, I don't I don't think it's Frank Harris. This guy, and again, I think this could be a Photoshop picture. It looks like it could be a Photoshop picture. This is just weird, right? The details around all this shit are weird. Like, look at the edges. Now, the U.S. attorney, U.S. attorney's name is Breon Peace. Would use every tool at his disposal, or it could be a she, I don't know. It's one of those asexual names. My office is prepared to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that James did knowingly and without lawful authority and permission commit an act, including the use of a dangerous weapon with the intent to cause death and serious bodily injury to passengers and MTA employees on the New York City subway system. U.S. Attorney Breon Peace said when announcing the charge against James in Brooklyn in federal court. So they've charged this guy with terrorism. My office will use every tool at our disposal to bring in this individual to justice, restore safety and peace of mind to all. Blah, blah, blah. Julie Randleman, a defense attorney and former Brooklyn state prosecutor, said James is likely facing federal charges because the penalties are harsher and there'll be more resources available for the investigation. Trust me, they always have plenty of resources. Here's some of the photos from that event. As a sentencing exposure for an act of terrorism is a potential life sentence, the charging decision sends a clear message that an attack on the New York transit system is an attack on the United States as a whole and therefore deserves the most severe punishment. So is self-defense going to be considered an act of terrorism moving forward? Question mark. Let's look at... Um, Here's his YouTube page. Um, let's see. I had it up here. Here it is. Hopefully they haven't taken it down. This is, um, when, when did this get put up? I don't see any data around this. But he had a YouTube channel where he was complaining about YouTube censorship. Where ever heard that before? Let's uh, sample a little bit of Frank James's content. Here we go. Ah, uh, they took it down. Did they take his channel down? This, this account has been terminated. So it was up for a while. I should have played this shit yesterday because it was available. What a shame. Oh, there's my lip, my alarm clock, which I downloaded. What a shame. His inter his, his YouTube inter uh, videos were mildly entertaining, right? 
but he um, went on to this other website. What is it? It's, um, let me see if I can. See if I can find it. Okay, so he went on to this other website. And it's called FS Avenger. Let me let me show you. So FS Avenger became this portal where he was putting up content, right? Let me see if we have this. So now this website, FS Avenger, is down for maintenance. Let me show you this website. Because he had moved from YouTube to this website, FS Avenger. And I guess it's Brian Solange. Free Speech Avenger is a censor-free platform, right? So it's probably down. Warning, we are down for maintenance. No, you're down because you have Frank... James's videos on your website. So he moved from YouTube to this platform. Beta Mail Stalkers, Stalkers Channel, uh, Rabbit Hole Archives. So it's this was a kind of a black truth channel that he had moved over there, which I didn't even know about this channel before. Let's see who Brian Solange is. They have a Facebook page. Let's see. Yeah, he does. He's got a Facebook page. Uh, there's not a lot of info on his Facebook page. but he has some images that are available. <laughs> so this is the guy, Brian Solange, who theoretically, right, would be a person of interest. David Carroll is another. So this is a whole subculture that like, I'm just not aware of, right? But Facebook, which allowed Frank Harris's webpage, clearly has no problem with Brian Solange. And I'm not here to, you know, censor the guy. Ghetto gaggers. There's a whole fucking subculture here. Popular yellow bone ebony porn star Angel Cummings dies unexpectedly at the age of 31. So I guess this was her. So these are just some of the images on his site. There he is. I guess he's taking a bong hit or something. Anyway, this is another character in the uh, Frank James drama background and history. That's the guy who started 
FS Avenger and a platform for uncensored free speech. And definitely having a black focus, some of which is militant, right? Like Frank James did not like white people. He just seems to me like he is a Manchurian fucking candidate. It's too bad that these websites went down. Or the his YouTube channel. Because I was watching his YouTube videos. I said I went to Russ Winter. Russ will be on the show tomorrow, by the way. And Amanda Vollmer will come by for a half an hour. And we will talk about snake water. Now, apparently, in iPad Goat 1, there is an image of a kid getting vaccinated with a snake behind the kid. So the, the snake venom story has some legs. Well, that's kind of paradoxical, isn't it? Because snakes don't have legs. But I use that on purpose. So what's going on with Frank Harris? Right, I think there's a lot of different things. Did people get shot? Possibly. You know, they do a lot of mix and match stuff with these events. And sometimes people will get injured, but not a person, not a single person died, which is interesting, right? Nobody died. And there was this one guy who was bleeding and he's got his cell phone on. And he's, I think the, the, the gist is that he's actually watching the event on his cell phone because he can see Frank Harris. Now, what's weird is that Frank Harris is not in the frame, right? So you see him on the ground. He's, he's the guy that has the, the, uh, the blood next to him, which honestly I think is a blood pack. Um, and then he's got his cell phone up, and there's Frank Harris in the image of his cell phone. Why, how is he getting that image? Did he just record that image? And is he like going back over it to make sure that, I mean, look, if you're shot like that, trust me, you are not fucking looking at your cell phone. You are screaming, right? Especially if you're not used to being shot. You're not sitting there looking at your cell phone. Let me see if I can find the image. So Frank turned himself in. I don't think he's 5'5". Five five. If he's 5'5", five five, then the rest of the fucking world is 5'5". Five five. Let me see if I can find that one image. Because everybody in these photos tends to be around his height. There's the U-Haul van. Okay. Look, you tell me this dude is not 5'5". Five five. So this is a, just a major disconnect from the uh, troll that they had. You know, the other thing too, right? He, he's wearing a freaking gas mask. He's wearing uh, the, uh, the, the, work, the work vest, right? He's got his bag and all that shit. So you can't tell who that person is. Now you tell me, is this guy five foot five? 
that means everybody in this photo is like an extra from the TV series Wild Wild West. Because Robert Conrad was about 5'5". Five, five. So all the other actors had to be around his size. So the description of the guy in the getup is not this guy. He is, he is not 5'5". Five, five. All right, I got to try to find that photo. See, look at this photo. Again, like, is everybody five foot five? This is the photo that supposedly shows him, right? But of course, they have no cameras on the subway. This could be anybody. He's got the vest on. He's got the hat on. He's got the mask on. It could be anybody. Now, this guy might be 5'5". Five five. This guy is not 5'5". Five five. So there's a huge disconnect here. Major disconnect. Of course, Biden wastes no time pouncing on this thing. There's that van. What does this sound like? Remember, remember in uh, Nashville where they had the guy with the rented van? Remember that? Where the bomb supposedly went off? Boy, people stopped talking about that, that event, didn't they? So what was really going on here? Right? He actually, what, videotapes himself and he makes sure that he wears a New York Yankee hat. This whole thing just stinks to high heaven. So more gun control, more biometric surveillance, right? They'll use this as, as an excuse for more authority. Here's another CCTV cam, supposedly of him. The orange troll. And of course, there's plenty of background info He's got the YouTube channel. He's got the Facebook, which are all gone now. Yeah, he bought, he bought, so, okay, fireworks. They were not smoke canisters. They were smoke bombs he bought at a firework stand. Look, they've got videotape of him in his van. Isn't that convenient? So the FBI also knew that this guy was trouble. They interviewed him multiple times. Where have we heard that story before? All right, I got to find that other image. And then I have to move on from this because we have a lot, lot to cover. Let me see if I can find it. Load. 
by the way, um, Shanghai has closed its port. And ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty serious. Pretty serious. Okay. So he snitched on himself. And he was arrested at a McDonald's. This is from um, the New York Post. The smirking madman who turned a rush hour commute into a bloody terror when he opened fire in a crowded New York subway car called Crime Stoppers on himself Wednesday morning. Then calmly went for an afternoon stroll through the East Village while he waited for police to come get him. A call came into Crime Stoppers. The guy says, you know, I think you're looking for me. I'm seeing my picture all over the news. I'll be around this McDonald's. I want to clear things up. Law enforcement sources told the post of the bizarre moment, Frank James called cops on himself. So the unit responds that he's not at the McDonald's, so they start driving around. They see a man who fits the description. When they take him into custody, they find his Wisconsin driver's license. Well, at least he had a driver's license. A couple of eagle-eyed New Yorkers also flagged down a pair of cops after they spotted James sauntering through the East Village, where he briefly sat down at an outdoor dining shed and charged his phone at a Link NYC hub. The NYPD swooped in shortly after and put him into handcuffs. Whether your phone is charged or not, they can track your ass, right? They can track your ass. They could have found this guy easy. If he's got a cell phone, he didn't have to turn himself in. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. This is, this is weird. The whole thing is fucking weird. So he'd been on YouTube and he, he was spewing like anti-white hate for a long time on YouTube. Investigators identified the shooting suspect, Frank James, after finding a credit card. at the, He left his credit card on the scene. Who does that? Supposed, uh, supposed Islamic terrorists do shit like that, right? He left his credit card there. Ridiculous. So there could have been a whole other scene in reality going on, right? Because that guy who they're referring to as being five foot five and the guy who was caught by the CCTV stuff, right? That's not Frank James. I'm telling you that right now. That is not Frank James. I'm still trying to find that image. So he left his gun, keys, and credit card on the subway car. I'm looking at a few posts here. Um, shot 33 times at close range and not kill anyone. Yeah, exactly. So what was really going on there?
None of it makes any sense at all. And it's not really supposed to. But you're just supposed to believe it and go along with it so that they can ramp up whatever they need to ramp up. And what's going on, right? Well, what's going on is that Joe Biden just sent Ukraine another $800 million. $800 million on top of the close to $15 billion that they sent Ukraine, which, of course, is a money laundering scheme. And the other day I said, the, Amer- the Americans are on the ground in Ukraine, right? Guess what? They captured an American. That was easy. So we have, we have boots on the ground in that area. That's easy shit, right? Um, so here's the big news. There was a missile cruiser called the Moskva. And it supposedly got blown up yesterday. You know, this is an information war more than anything. So if that's true, if that ship, the Moskva, did get blown up. And the rumor is, is that the, uh, the English sent in a drone squad to blow this ship up. If that's true, then this is really the trigger for World War III. And that the next target would be England. Supposedly. In this theater of war. So we'll see what happens there. But supposedly, this is uh, what took place. The big deal, though, is this Shanghai port, which is closing. Shanghai is a major hub to get goods out of China, right? Supply chain. So they've shut down. They've shut down um, one of the largest in most important ports in the world. Shut down the whole city. Of course, the port is the city. So we're, so add that into whatever it is we're going through with the supply chain. This, this is total fifth generational warfare material. There is another food processing plant that caught on fire, right? Do you see where all this is going, right? It's not just located in one part of the world. There are all these things that are happening with one goal in mind. And that is to take down this country. It's pretty easy. The country's halfway there. You know, you go back and you look at the Bolshevik Revolution. The the, the Bolshevik Revolution went on for a while, right? So the Bolsheviks come in and they have to take power. And they work on a deal with this other party to seize power. And they're going to share power, right? Well, that doesn't work out very well because the Bolsheviks wind up killing all those people. So then the Bolsheviks take power. But then you have the Russian Civil War. So you have the right, the white Russians and some of the Georgians, and they're, they're going after the Bolsheviks. And that's where Trotsky creates the Red Army, right? That goes on for four years. That Civil War goes on for four years. 
So from 1917 to 1921, the Bolsheviks are still trying to take possession of the country. It's not like they just flipped the switch overnight and on you know, the 9th of November, everything was just bullshit. No, they were engaged in the acquisition of power through that period of time. And Lenin was around for seven years. So during those first four years, they're, you know, they're just trying to establish their hold on power. And then they go through this Russian civil war. And of course, they're getting backed by the United States. And the United States is actually helping them by taking possession of the Trans-Siberian Railway, which I've talked about, which meant that the right, the white Russians, the Cossacks, could not get on that train or use that train so that they could mobilize the troops and then move into Moscow. They couldn't do that because pretty far west or east, rather. So the Americans were there. Now, the, the story, right, so there's this story that the Americans – we're helping the white Russians during the Bolshevik. That's not true. They, uh, they, they, no, they were, they were helping the white Russians against the Bolsheviks. That's not true. They're actually helping the Bolsheviks. So that went on for four years. Now let's go back and retrace this with what happened here in this country, starting with the purple revolution, which took place on what day? 11, nine, 2016. When did the Bolshevik Revolution take place? 11, 9, 1917, right? So it was the 99th year or the 99th anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution. So when Trump enters into office in 2017, it is the 100-year anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution. And that is important because it also is connected to the 100-year march, which started in this country officially in 1900. And you go back and you look at it. We did. That's where you see the all the communist parties around the world are starting to pop up like mushrooms. And communism, you know, pre, communism predates Marx. Communism comes out of France and Robespierre was a dyed in the wool communist. Anyway, I'm kind of getting off track a little bit, but the Shanghai thing is a big deal. And why? Well, there's another variant now coming out of Shanghai. What is it called here? It's got a new special name. What is this variant? It's called BA 1.1. So China claims it has a new variant, right? This is why they're, they're shutting down Shanghai. It's this variant. It is a new strain. The UK likewise identified a new subvariant of Omicron. It has called GXE. Even if these strains are real, there's no way they could keep up with them with the vaccines. There's no way. It's like the flu. You get vaccinated for last year's flu, theoretically. 
And everybody who got vaccinated for the flu got fucking sick as a dog. But that's okay. It'll keep you from getting the real flu. Here we go. China discovers a new Omicron subvariant. On Monday, April 4th, China Center for Disease Control and Prevention announced that it had sequenced a new subvariant of the Omicron variant, according to the state-run Global Times. The subvariant labeled BA 1.1 does not match other coronavirus types sequenced in China or reported to the Global Variant Disease or database and was found in a mild COVID case in Suzhou, a city next to Shanghai. China is experiencing its largest wave of COVID infections since the start of the pandemic with Shanghai, a city of 25 million people currently under a citywide lockdown. The UK, likewise, has identified a new subvariant of Omicron. It is called XE, or G. According to the UK Health Security Agency, also known as UXA, hundreds of people in the UK have so far, so far been found to be infected with G. A small fraction of total COVID infections in the country, it is too early to tell if G is more transmissible than other subvariants of Omicron, though it has been detected beyond the UK. So they already have the new variant in place, right? Ready to go. Philadelphia is telling people, mask up. Three-card money, right? They just keep moving. They just keep moving the shells around. Oh, there it is. Right. So we are in the three card money world. Global war. Climate crisis. New variants. Meanwhile, fifth generational warfare on the land. Uh, apparently, uh, farmers are not being paid not to grow anything. Oh, that's happening. Yep. They're being paid not to grow things. You have food processing plants being burned. Some farms. You know, I wonder if you're a farmer and you don't agree to that, what happens to your farm? Arson? Do they sit you down? Do they reach out to you? You know, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm with uh, the Bureau of BLM, right? Bureau of Land Management. And I'd like to have a meeting with you. Oh, okay. So we're here to propose something which we think would be something that you might really appreciate and be able to benefit from. Well, well what is that? We're going to pay you to not grow food. Well, that's been part of my life. That's been part of my family for generations and generations. I'm just not sure I can do that. That is in my blood. What would I do when I wake up in the morning? Well, here, let us show you a video of um, some, I don't know if I can do that. Why don't you get on out of here? We're, we're plenty good. Well, before we go, let's just show you a video of um, somebody we'd had a conversation with who had a very similar point of view as you do. Do you mind? Now I go ahead and then get on and open up the laptop, right? Got a video ready to load. I hit it. 
The whole fucking place is ablaze and on fire. Cows running for miles, right? Yeah, this is somebody we had a conversation with, and, uh, you know, they really loved farming. And it was in their blood and in their family. Unfortunately, you know, they had a fire. It was in Texas. It's pretty dry there. And, you know, you're a little more wet here in Iowa, but, you know, we wouldn't want to have your farm experience any undue harm or damage. We think uh, we understand what we're sharing with you. Am I right? At that point, you're the farmer. What do you do? That's like your equivalent of the JFK tape. You're like, well, I have two options. I either play along with them and they pay me not to grow anything or they'll burn my fucking place down. What do I do? I think it becomes fairly easy to make that choice. So we have that going on. Right? So these are all these variables in our environment, and each one of them is contributing to the state that we're in. And I'm not even, I haven't even gotten into like the other stuff and how it's affecting people, just in general, the emotional body, right? And how people are either anxious, depressed, angry, right? Running around in fear. Like this is a big deal. They're cultivating an entire society that is on edge. There's no safety. There's no security. This is exactly what they want. They, of course, being the uh, quote-unquote powers that be. This was his channel. I still have, oh, look at this. I have a screenshot of his channel. I just discovered this. I'll take a screenshot of it. Uh, Prophet of Doom, 8888. Dr. Umar Johnson and the fear of strong of the strong black man. Alpo Martinez, five months ago, five months ago, five months ago, 11 months ago. Um, he's got more videos. He's got shorts. A blast from the past. I think that's a a clip from Beyond the Thunderdome. I looked at that video. Blast. He likes to use the word blast a lot, doesn't he? So this is um, his page, 826 subscribers. Let me just screenshot that again. I think I already have that, but I need to screenshot it. A little real-time. Little real-time journalism here, boys and girls, right there. The code that kills. You know, in some of these uh, posts, 7,000 views on the Umar Johnson. I, to me, this is like, and this was a really weird one. I watched this. It was very bizarre. It had to do with um, stimulus money. And it was just him looking at this bottle of Jim Beam and laughing. That's what the video was. He was laughing. It was complete. I don't, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about here. Like maybe he 
is making a statement like this is what I use my stimulus money on motherfuckers, right? Jim Beam and hundred dollar bills. And this was a weird video. See, I watched this shit. I'm your filter. This video is his correlation between <clears throat> slaves and uh, COVID and Rosa Parks, right? So here there's this yellow safety tape. It's all COVID based. You're not allowed to be in the front of the bus. So he's making this correlation between the yellow safety tape, the six feet, and Rosa Parks. He, so he is essentially saying, uh, you know, I am the new Rosa Parks. I should probably do a screenshot of that too. Russ Werner and I will be on tomorrow talking about some of this. And I don't know if my ban ends tomorrow on YouTube. If not, it'll be on 15 minutes of flame. So I'll have to wait till tomorrow to find out. So we have a huge distraction, right? Big distraction. Inflation, the highest it's been since the 1970s, which and it was pretty high in the 1970s. The price increases for everything off the charts. Oh, you know, and that report came out, I think, the day that Frank Harris went postal, whoever went postal, because it wasn't him. Who was that? Whoever was in that subway is not the guy that made the call from the McDonald's. It's not the guy that drove the van, supposedly from Wisconsin, and maybe he did. It's not the same guy. So whoever that guy was, whatever that event was, we're not talking about the inflation, which is killing this country. They rolled back gas prices a little bit because they released the, the reserves, which is not great. Oh, look, gas prices have gone down. What have they gone down? 10 cents? Is that really a game changer? No, I don't think so. So I'm not here really complaining because our gas prices are still less than what people are paying in New York or California. But they are the price of what I was paying for gas in California last summer, which was the high threes. So that's what we're paying now. California has come to Texas. But we're not going to talk about that. Nope. We're not going to talk about the now $800 million, almost another billion dollars sent to Ukraine. And we know what happens to that money. Comes right back to this country. It's a big fucking money laundering scheme. All right, let's just check out this story really quickly about um, the guy who is an American soldier that was um, captured by Chechens. So I can find that. So this is from a Twitter feed called Ukraine Maps. It says this is an American mercenary. 
So this guy, um, here, I'll show it to you. He's got an American passport here. Do we know if these are mercenaries? My understanding is a mercenary is a hired gun. Are these guys actually getting paid? Or are they doing this for the thrills? Or are they actually special forces who are, you know, geeked up and geared up as a mercenary? So supposedly this is this guy's um, passport. And apparently he's dead now. But here it says he's being interrogated. I, I don't know when the dates are. So April 14th. It was four hours ago, right? And this was, I guess it's all part of the same thread. So he's saying that he's dead. And they found this passport. So is this guy a soldier of fortune or is he actually working special ops? So there are Americans on the ground in Ukraine. You've got a whole contingency of soldiers in Poland. Like there, there are thousands of soldiers in Poland. You have American commanders in Poland. Remember Joe Biden went to Poland and had jalapeno pizza. Remember that? That was hilarious. Speaking of hilarious, I got to leave you on a little bit of humor today. So let me find this. Some of you have seen this. Now, what's funny about this um, bird poop thing, here I'm going to show it to you, is that the White House is claiming that it is distiller's grain. And, and, you know, who the fuck knows where he really is? It says Iowa. But you see these little, you know, John Deere tractors in the background. Do we even know that he was in Iowa? We don't know where the fuck he is. Maybe he's in Iowa. I don't know. Reality is completely skewed. We live in a green screen world. This guy isn't even Joe Biden, but let's play along anyway. Okay, here we go. We're doing the lower cost for American families and put rural America at the center of our efforts to build a future that's made in America. And that's not hyperbole. It's about being made in America. A lot of that has, has to do with this industry. So maybe he is in Iowa. Who knows? Maybe that's just the backdrop that they use with the green screen, whatever, right? So theoretically, he's outside because of what happens here. This is the bird shit that hits him on his lapel. By the way, I'm not an expert in bird shit, but that looks like bird shit. That looks like bird shit. And then he looks at it. He notices it, recognizes it. that.
little slitty scorpionic eyes. Oh, it's distiller's grain. Right. So how is distiller's grain going to manifest like that? If it's distiller's grain, meaning it's going to be distilled, doesn't look like that. The distillation process is pretty clear. So again, they're lying through their fucking teeth, right? Because he got bird shit on him. Kind of funny, actually. Um, okay. So rounding up here, just trying to do a little housekeeping, right? Try to get you to understand that Frank Harris isn't really who he says he is or who they say he is. And, the person who is identified as the perp is not five foot, five foot, 580 pounds. I showed you those pictures of uh, Frank James, rather. I keep saying Frank Harris. Frank James, also known as Frank Williams. That dude is not 5'5", five because five, everybody would have to be about 5'4", because some of those guys are shorter than him. So they'd have to be 5'4". There's got to be some kind of a height requirement for an NYPD cop. There has to be. Like, I don't think you'd be five foot three as a cop. So whoever was the uh, costumed worker with the gas mask, because you can't see his face, and the vest and all his little accoutrements, clearly uh, not Frank Frank uh, James. It's not Frank James. All right. There's something else I wanted to talk about. But it has escaped my attention here. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow. I'll let you know, hopefully, <laughs> since I'm, I, still don't, I still won't have Twitter access until next week. So um, if Tom Jordan is around or other people who like JJ, um, I'll have them post on Twitter. And maybe I'll just post on YouTube, on um, Facebook where I'm going to be. So if, I, if it... If it is YouTube, well, if I, if I do have YouTube access, I'll be on YouTube. Although I have to think about the content, right? Now I got to think about the content. Can I talk about what I'm going to talk about on YouTube? Possibly. Anyway, I'll let you know. So either be here or it'll be on YouTube and you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, I'll be joined by... Russ Winter in hour one. So that's 12 noon Central Standard Time. And then at about 1.30, Amanda Vollmer will join me for about a half an hour and we'll talk about snake water and what's going on with the whole snake water thing. Because there does seem to be some correlations with the venom thing. So I'm not entirely ruling it out, by the way, but how it is distributed, where it's distributed, um, the paranoia, the people involved who are engaged in, you know, talking about it, promoting it. We'll get, we'll get into all that tomorrow. And that's going to be on the uh, Friday forecast. Okay. Thank you everybody for being here. Thank you for your support. 
Um, if you feel like you want to support further with the show, please go ahead and do that. I have a, a, uh, uh, link to a PayPal account where you can subscribe and for $5 a month subscription, $10, 20, 10 and 20, you get some perks, uh, five. It's a thank you for supporting me in this effort, right? Which does take time and money and resources. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And literally, I, I really couldn't do it without your support. I mean, maybe I could, but it would be much harder. Let's put it that way. All right. Use your head in order to discern what's real. Your heart two-step one's possible. For myself and Jasper, who was total MIA today, and I had a talk with him. He was on the bed this morning. I'm looking at him. I, I, oh, there you are. You're on the bed. What are you going to do? He said, I'm taking the day off. I'm like, okay. So he was very clear about his role. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care and uh, God bless. Bye for now.